sound can mean one thing it's the sharpening of the squares college football podcast i am your host baru and on the other line with me is my lovely co-host magoo magoo how's it going on well i'm glad one of us is in a good mood uh <laughs> i'm i'm a wreck right now you know we're, uh, in the, yeah, clearly. we're in the thick of this competition and uh you know i don't like our picks at all i don't like this card i don't like anything about it I am really nervous. I really don't like anything on this card. And I think that you're in a chipper mood because you think that we're going to cash by just going four and three. So you feel pretty good. What you'll realize is the games haven't happened yet. And we could go. I don't like our plays at all. I just don't like them. Well, if you were listening. But they're they're going to make us choose seven. So we got to pick them. Well, if you are a first-time listener, what Magoo is referring to is the William Hill College Football Contest. That is what this podcast revolves around. Last year, Magoo and I entered as contest virgins, and we ended up tying for third place, ended up cashing a nice uh, amount of money, even though we did not know what we're doing. Had a great time getting our cherry popped with that. Yeah, guess what? We, um, we still don't know what we're doing. We've made a lot of terrible plays this, this year, but... Mm. We're in the hunt. We're we're still tied for third place. So Magoo and I figure if we go four and three this week, or hopefully better, we are pretty much guaranteed to cash. So Magoo and I have made our seven picks of the week, and Magoo tried his hardest to get scared and I'm terrified. Yes, uh, and he he went back over what we've probably talked about every game at least four or five times, but. We nope, we didn't talk about Iowa and Wisconsin once. Yeah, I lean Wisconsin, actually, but I'm not enough. I mean, we, we're we avoiding the Big Ten. That's one of our rules, right? Well, we'll get to that. I, I had some plays that I did love in the Big Ten, but keep going with the intro. So, yes, yeah, so Magoo and I have developed rules as we have gone along, and we haven't done the best job sticking to our rules. And uh, every time we go away from our rule, we get our little bottom spanked. So we decided this week we we're going to stick to them no matter what. And uh, I don't know. I feel pretty good about it because our, our plays have not changed much from what we initially discussed. And, um, you know, we're really not on any square side besides maybe – one or two, I think. Um, and I don't know. We got a lot of good spots. We don't have any inept teams this week, Magoo. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, that's kind of true. I mean, we have an, depending we have on if you, depending on what you think of San Diego State. <laughs> yes, we have an inept offense, but not an inept team. <laughs> yeah, we have one factor, but we're the the thing is about that though is when you do that, you have to pick against an even more inept team. And we hope we have that in the the Nevada Wolfpack. That's my favorite. My favorite games that we bet and I think that we do the best with are the how is this other team going to score game? And that's kind of what I feel that, you know. Um, So should we just jump into now or do you want to say anything else to our listener before we start? To our listener. Well, I think should we cap the monster game first? and kind of give an overview of college football a little 
the landscape of of it right now, and then we'll get into the picks. No, we- let's let's do let's do the opposite. That way, the people can get the meat and potatoes. They can get our picks, and they can shut this garbage off if they. Want to. <laughs> Or if they really hate themselves, they can continue listening to our rambling. <laughs> so let's just get into the picks right now. Okay. Um, and I will um, go ahead and list them off right here, Magoo. Our first pick that we have, and then we're just going in betting order from the way Vegas lists it. Uh, the first one on the card, it's it's actually funny. Because like, if you look at the, um, the Vegas card, the board, we're like way down on the second half of the board before we even made our first pick. But... Uh, Texas, we have like the Longhorns laying Ew. six and a half versus the red hot Kansas State. What are they? Wildcats. Wild Bearcats or Wildcats? Oh, Magoo, Wildcats. I believe you were the one that brought this pick up originally, so I'll let you discuss why you like it. And I'll... <laughs> like I need to. Yeah, there's a couple of things going on for us in Texas' favor. Uh, I do like that. I love fading teams that are. Uh, coming off of two back-to-back, that's back-to-back road games. So they went, mm-hmm. they had the emotional win versus uh, OU. Then they travel to Lawrence. They come back to Manhattan. Then they travel to Austin this week. So they might be a little road-weary after two road games in a row, while on the opposite side, Texas uh, has uh, had a bye uh, so they got a couple weeks to prepare for this one. They're definitely going to be jacked up. This is not a flat spot for Texas at all uh, because the uh, Kansas State is coming in ranked. So back to the old well with our system, it is a unranked team laying between either laying six and a half to one point or uh, getting up to six and a half points. So uh, there's a few factors in this. And listen, Kansas State is a square dog. The best bet in football is fade the public square dog. So there's too many factors going on in Texas. They also got healthy over the bye weeks, hopefully got some defenders back. Um, So, you know, add all that up, and uh, I think Kansas State still covers. No, 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 just kidding. Just kidding. Are you there, Brew? You don't sound like you're there. You're not there. I'm here, Magoo. Can you hear oh, okay. me? Okay. <laughs> you went silent for a second. Now I can hear you. I was letting you do your thing like a good good host. I'm letting my Well, I thought I thought co-host. that was funny. I thought that was I was hoping for a laugh when you when I said uh add all that up state covers and I didn't hear anything from you, but Well, you? just just add a laugh and a laugh track laugh in track. the post edits. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't um, I, I'm not going to ramble anymore. Too many factors favor Texas in this spot. We're only laying I, six I and a half. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yes, this is a touchdown game, so I don't think it's going to be one that comes down to a field goal. Uh, other than what you said, I like that we are getting the best player on the field. The best player on the field by far is going to be Sam Ellinger. He's a game breaker, and I, I just trust him. I really do like the bye week. Couldn't have happened at a, a better time for him. And, you know, UT's defense has gotten gashed quite a bit uh, this year already, but it's mostly been through the air. Kansas State is a running football team, so let's just hope that they're a little bit better stopping the run than they are the pass. So, Magoo. Well, he, uh, 
He might be a he might be a game breaker, but he could be a heartbreaker if he doesn't cover the spread for us. So yes, very good. I like that. Our next game on the board, we have Baylor Bears laying two and a half on the road in Fort Worth versus your TCU Horny Frogs. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and start start my uh, analysis of this one. This is the one I brought up. My alma mater, of course, is the Baylor Bears, but I don't think we have uh, taken them yet. They have; they've only been on the card a few times in the contest this year. But I don't think we've uh, taken them yet. This we year. did. We took the opposite of Baylor, which was fade them oh. versus Oklahoma State, and we lost. We faded them. That was bad. Yes, not good. Did we take them versus? Um, did we take them versus K State? I, I remember I won. No, I wanted to, but you didn't. Um, anyways, all right. So let's not ramble. But Baylor, so this, again, I think it's a disrespectful line. I know this one may be a little square because we have the undefeated team on the road versus, uh, what are they, four and four TCU, uh, only laying two and a half points. However, I think the books, this is just a case where they got it wrong and they're getting too cute. TCU has dominated the series as of late, but Baylor is fired up. And what I like the most, Baylor got their wake-up call last week versus West Virginia and they have two extra days to prepare they do. but it was a perfect perfect scenario so Baylor came out a little flat versus West Virginia they ended up still winning the game um, and then now they had a little extra week a little extra time to prepare TCU man their quarterback situation is quite quite iffy and it wasn't that great to begin with They've, they really haven't had stellar quarterback play all year uh, their starter has an injured uh, middle finger on his throwing hand. It sounds like he's going to give it a go, but if he can't, they're going to be all the way down to a fifth-string walk-on quarterback. So things could get real ugly real quick for a TCU offense that hasn't done much this season as it is. And Baylor is going to be their best defense that they have faced so far this year. So I think regardless of who's playing at the quarterback, it's going to be a little bit difficult for them to move the ball. And I do trust Baylor's offense. They're, you know, pretty much steady Eddie, pretty consistent. <laughs> so, I again, two points. Come on, man. I, I think they I'm cover nervous. this. But... I'm nervous. It is, our, it is an early game. But, I'm, but I'm, I'm nervous about everything. So, you know. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, we just really need to hope that Duggar's really messed up his finger because if not, we could be in, we could be off to an own one start here because uh, that's the cap. I don't see any other, I don't see the only, any other way we can look at this and feel comfortable with the square side with a TCU team that is going to be jacked up at home and with a Baylor team that I mean they're looking ahead. Oh, to wait, open. wait, wait, wait. Wait, so why is TCU jacked up? They've had a pitiful season. The and number 12 team in the two, country. Two straight losses. The number yeah. 12 team in the country is coming into their home stadium. And we saw it for Texas. They got jacked up for Texas. Texas wasn't even right. So mm-hmm. they got – Baylor has – we said we weren't going to fade the team or back the team that's got to look ahead, and that's exactly what we're doing with Baylor. they got to look ahead mm-hmm. to Oklahoma next week. They're not looking ahead. Rule, man, Rule is, has all the right answers at the press <laughs> conference. He's like, he shuts down any OU talk. Uh, I, I love it, man. I, I really think this is going to be a good spot for Baylor. But we'll see, Magoo. Um, the next game we have on the board, Magoo, is Iowa State. Oh. Getting, 14, getting 14 and a half points at 
Oklahoma in Norman. Oh my goodness, Magoo, this was your pick, so I'm gonna let you. Uh, <laughs> you don't you dare tell us why you like it. <laughs> I hated this pick, and we probably deliberated, commiserated for an hour, a good hour, on why he loved the pick, and he only loves the pick because he's in a good mood, like. Any other week, he would make this a lock and make it his favorite, but he refuses to do that because he didn't want to own it after OU smacks them. Reasons for backing OU here and fading us is oh. OU is uh, coming off a bye. <laughs> Iowa State is Score. two. OU uh, has to absolutely... So that, that's the way, wait, wait. So that's not a reason. That cancels each other out. So go on. Next okay, one. so OU... Absolutely has to lay the smackdown to get into the playoff. They're pissed off about their number 10 ranking in the playoff. Uh, they have to run up the score any chance they get, so forget about that. This just smells like OU gets out to like a 24-7 to lead in like the half, and we're just sitting there like, oh, man, we got we to gotta have a backdoor cover from Purdy, and it's just like – I'm okay with that. OU's, He'll do it. OU's going to keep the gas on the pedal here. Not even close. So, uh, makes me nervous. OU, we said it all year. These high-scoring, explosive teams can make a 14.5-point spread look really small really fast. You know? The live line after, like, the first quarter could be, like, OU minus 28.5. And we're like, what are we doing? I am really nervous about this one. This is the most nervous I've ever been about a play, but... Baru gave it to me as a lock. So, remember, all year, when he says it's his lock and favorite play, uh, I've let him back it, uh, much to our detriment. But I, I think he's due. So, there you go. That's my analysis. All righty. Well, I, I do like Iowa State quite a bit. You can't – I'm not sure if there's a better coach as a dog than Matt Campbell. Um, he always gets his team up. Especially versus OU, you know he's covered uh, quite a good clip uh, versus OU against similar offenses. Um, this is gonna. Speaking of offense, so yeah, OU has a really awesome offense, but they have not played a good defense yet. Iowa State has a 17th ranked defense according to S and P Plus, the second best defense that Kansas, that uh, OU has played all year is Kansas State. They're number 30. So. I think OU is going to have trouble moving the ball. I know they want to blow Iowa State out, but this is not Texas Tech. This is not Kansas. You know, they're going to have a much harder time moving the ball against this defense. And on the other end, Iowa State has a pretty damn good offense too, number thirty-one. And again, they have a really, really good quarterback who's a baller. So yeah, if they get down twenty-four to seven at half, I'm not concerned about it, Brock. Brock Vimber is uh, <laughs> Brock Vimber. Oh my god! So, yep, that's my cap. And I know you said OU's pissed. Well, I, I bet Iowa State's pretty pissed off too. They've had two weeks to simmer over the game that they really looked terrible at versus uh, Oklahoma State. Actually, they didn't look that terrible. They just turned the ball over way too much, and OSU didn't. So, anyways. Um, I was nine and three, their last 12 conference row games. That is ATS Magoo. I trust them. Let's go on. OU has everything their entire season riding on this game. They're not looking at the Baylor, you know, it's just, they got to lay the smack down on everybody. 
Well, good luck to them on that, but I don't think it's happening. All right, the next game we have – we have Magoo. We have Kentucky getting one and a half points. We do. At home. Oh. Versus Tennessee. And I think this was your pick that you brought up, so I'll let you start off with the capping. I, I actually did bring up this pick. Uh, Kentucky – so Tennessee, I think, is ready to. They're they're Cinderella right now, and uh, the clock is striking midnight. On uh, we we bet on Tennessee incredibly in a lot of these the past few weeks to our detriment versus South Carolina, and then my lock of the century, my lock of all locks last week, laying eleven and a half versus UAB, too easy, just too easy. I was texting you, you're like, shut up, you're jinxing, and I'm like, dude. Are you watching this game? You weren't. I wasn't. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not worried one bit. A live bet, whatever the live line is on Tennessee. But Tennessee, uh, Kentucky, Kentucky. Uh, what they do well is they defend the pass. That's what, that's what Tennessee does well, defends the pass. A night yep. game in Lexington, I love that. Uh, Kentucky was – they hung with Florida for a long time in the, their game earlier in the season. And this is, uh, you know, everyone forgets Tennessee has looked good the past two weeks. They've taken care of every, every one of their betters. But I think this is a spot where Cinderella, the clock strikes midnight, back to a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. I think the only thing you didn't mention, um, Kentucky is coming off a bye week. And, oh, excuse you me. You know, I think Tennessee is a fairly easy offense uh, and defense to prepare against. So, and on the opposite end, Tennessee's got to prepare for the Wildcat. And, uh, man, they're, they're pretty exciting to watch. There's Lynn Bowden back there. And I think they're probably going to mix him and their traditional uh, pocket passer, too. So, I think they could give him trouble. And, yeah, Kentucky still has a pretty stout defense. So, man, I actually strangely feel very, very good about this one, yeah. uh, even though it's such a short line. Also, there is talks <clears throat> of Stoops being in consideration for some of these head coaching vacancies. So maybe he wants to, you know, lay it on Tennessee with a little extra emphasis oh, this week. Or he's distracted, uh, one or the other. Or he's distracted. We'll see. Um, okay, the next game on the board, Magoo, is uh, Missouri. Mizzou. Oh, my goodness. Missouri getting 17.5 points at Georgia. Ooh, that's kind of scary. Uh, I think you brought this one up, but if you didn't, I, I don't mind talking about it. Why don't this you talk about too. Kelly Bryant, your boyfriend here? Okay, so yeah, we did get word that Kelly Bryant is expected to play, so I do think that is a plus for us here. But even if he wasn't going to play, I, I still There's love not a drop spot. Off. There really is not a big drop-off between them and the backup, backup. I disagree. I really do. But I know you're a hater. <laughs> but anyways, well, this, this is, is a massive – this is a massive, massive sandwich spot for Georgia. They played Florida last week. They got the upset. Well, it was kind of an – I mean, they were favored, but it was kind of an upset because everybody and their mother was picking Florida. Um, and then next week they play Auburn. So they, I could see Georgia kind of looking past Mizzou here. Missouri has a really excellent defense, and Fromm and the rest of the Georgia offense has looked pretty, pretty pedestrian at times, and especially when they step up against a good defense. Uh, they have not been able to put up the points like you would expect. Um, Missouri, on the other hand, they have been a little Jekyll and Hyde this season. 
I think a lot of that could be attributed to their bowl status still being up in the air and, you know, just getting off to that bad start. I mean, losing, losing out of the gates to with Wyoming, that was a really bad look. Um, let's hope that good Mizzou shows up here. I mean, there should be zero reason that they would not give their, their full effort in this game. So I, I think 17 and a half is too much. And honestly, with points. Kelly Bryant back there, he could throw him back in. He could run him back in. Why not? He could throw back Georgia some picks Being also for a TD. Nice. We are nice. We, we are, are nice. nice. We are nice to Kelly. We like Kelly. Uh, yeah, Georgia has a look ahead to Auburn, and they have to win out. So they, they cannot – they just can't expend a lot of energy in this spot and expect to beat Auburn on the road, mind you, uh, in the next week. They just can't do it. They can't just put all, go 100 miles an hour foot to the pedal against Mizzou and expect to beat Auburn the next week when they have to win out in order to make the college football playoff, which they still have their sights set on. So that's – I love that angle. Um, and the spread is reflected of Georgia's back because they crushed Florida, kind of. They won by seven. But uh, I think Mizzou will kind of relish the underdog role here. And Georgia really hasn't blown anybody out covering these massive spreads. Uh, mm-hmm. Could not do it versus Notre Dame. And uh, that was a spot where Georgia went – did go all out – and so they're not going all out versus Mizzou here. Um, they did the only game that they really did cover a big spread was Vanderbilt, but um, it's also Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt actually hung in that game for a long time. So I don't mind this play. Um, we need some dogs. You just we learned the detriment of taking all faves in week. What was that? Week eight? Week seven? That was so dumb. Oh man, that was. All right. Well, the next game on the board, Magoo. Um, oh, wait a minute. We already went. We already talked about Texas. We did. Go to San okay. Diego State. All right. Next game on the board, Magoo, is San Diego State laying seventeen and a half at home versus your Nevada Wolfpack. Um, this is <laughs> this is a scary game, Magoo, because we have we have little room for error. Because what we just did here, San Diego State is a good team. But their offense is pretty wretched. Uh, and not not a bad offense, to be honest. They what? just do more of a – They scored they, six well, versus Weaver State. What are you talking about? Okay, that was the first game of the season. But what they do, they, they have a ball control offense. They eat up the clock. They don't turn the ball over. Um, and they just do these slow drives. And they're not afraid to punt if they uh, are on the 40 either side. So – but we are taking the – this is all about the Nevada fade. And I love that Nevada actually won and covered last week because I'm hoping that gets some – got some stink off of them. Um, but now we have a chance to best. This is, and this is the thing. How does Nevada score versus San Diego State? Nevada has absolutely laid eggs, especially on the road, versus lesser defenses. So now we get a better defense. So all we really need – I think this is probably you know, 24-3 to 3. You know, twenty-eight to ten type of game. Well, I, I would even. You're, I, I'm actually thinking you're selling San Diego State short with the offense, like because a bad defense, which Nevada has, uh, can yeah. can even make a bad offense look really good. I've seen that right. happen also. So, I mean, they could put up thirty plus potentially versus Nevada's pretty pretty wretched uh, defense. So. Yeah, Nevada's defense is number 92 in the nation. And yeah, San Diego State, their, their highest score score this year has been 31. So 
hopefully against the number 92 rated defense, they can get 31. Yeah. yeah, maybe they get 35. So, yeah, they're at home. They, they'll, they'll be hyped up. If they score 35, I think we'll be covering for sure. Well, so, yeah, I look at it more like they just can't allow Nevada to score more than 10, maybe. 10 max, yep. Yeah. So. Okay, That's did, not I, a bad did bet, I skip though. a game? Did I skip a game you or did. is that you it? Your uh, Broncos. Uh, oh, yes, okay. You're like, so wait, which, have... which team is the Broncos? <laughs> Are they Denver? Um, so. We have the Blue Turf in Boise, Idaho. Boise State laying 13 and a half points versus Wyoming. Uh, the reason we like this game, uh, well, a lot of, among others. First of all, I have not been a believer in Wyoming all year. You know, again, we kind of uh, talked about that earlier, about week one, how they upset Missouri. And I think ever since then, they've been overvalued in the betting market. And they've had some fluky results where they end up covering when they shouldn't. So now, unfortunately for Wyoming, they lost their quarterback, who is pretty much the centerpiece of their offense. I think I sent you a stat where he accounted for over 50% of the team's all-purpose yards this year because he, he runs the ball so much. Now they're going back to uh, who's, uh, the guy that started for them last year, and he's more of a pocket passer. So they're pretty much going to have to change the whole offense around to accommodate this guy's skill set which is not typically a good thing to do, especially this late in the season. So I like that. Boise State is starting to hit their stride. Bachmeyer's back. He got one game under his belt this week. So I think he's going to look much better this week. And Boise State's going to start rolling. They're still in contention for that. Uh, that New uh, Year's new- six. Yep, exactly, exactly. So I think they're going to probably lay it on here and expose Wyoming for who they are. Definitely boat race potential here. Uh, Boise, I mean, really all I need to know is there is a night and day difference between Bachmeyer and his backup because we bet his backup yeah. versus BYU <laughs> to our detriment. Uh, you were not a happy camper. You were the opposite of how you feel right now. You were a, you were a sour, sour Sally. Is that what we would call you? Uh, that day uh, when we got crushed, that was the day that we picked all favorites and, uh, Went three and four. And not like we get crushed, but it wasn't a good idea. It was just a bad. Well, it, well, the thing that made me mad in that we just knew going in, it's like this is stupid. Why are we picking yeah. all favorites? Boom! There you go. Like, we we, we should be shooting for seven and zero, oh, and it's like we were like, all right, let's just try to get five and two out of this. But it's like, I don't know. It, at the same time, that was a weird week. That was a really, really tough week in our in our defense. There- there have been a lot of weird weeks, but let's not ramble about random weeks in the middle middle of the season, Magoo. So those are our picks. Uh, you wanted to talk about the big games this week, so we could be like ESPN. Well, quick, let's do quick Clemson corner. We can't. That's one of our okay, staples. Clemson, one of our staples. Almost made almost made our card this week, Magoo. They did. I'll give you the reasons for liking the Clemson Tigers. This line's already at thirty three and a half. Oh, one more thing: the Boise line is now fourteen and a half. So we're getting a really good number with thirteen and a half. Our listener yep. doesn't care because they, they only get what is on their Fedvada account, so <laughs> they don't care what we got. Clemson, however, is uh, – they might be mad. They might just take it as business as usual with the number five ranking. I don't know if they're extra mad. I know that Dabo is not a huge fan of Dave Dorn, and uh, oh, in 2016-2017, he, he was kind of a – 
pretty much a sore loser. I can't really put it any other way. We can make fun of coaches on here because uh, they make millions of dollars. But uh, So if they have a chance to run it up, they will try to do that. But I think it'll be the same old story with Clemson where they just jump out to a monster lead at the half because they've got the starters in in the half, and they could be up 35 to, man, 3, 7, whatever you want to call it at the half. So the big cap on this is what does Clemson do in the second half? Well, they're obviously going to lay off the gas pedal. They're going to put in all the the, uh, nepotism, the kids, the Herb Street kids will get in there, the Swinney kids, the Venables kid. They'll all be in the game in the second half. So basically you really kind of need Clemson to jump out and cover the spread in the first half, or at least in the first half, in the first half of the third quarter in order to cover the spread and just hope that the all the kids, the third stringers, come in and can uh, kind of keep it uh, keep it all square at uh, whatever the score is. So you're looking at the only way if you're backing NC State is a backdoor cover. Um, they keep their first string in and just put up some garbage time points on them. We, we probably should root for the Wolfpack here to cover the spread, Brew, because – I'm, I've got a sneaking suspicion our competitors will be on my Tigers because they're getting a better number with 32 and a half, and it's now 33 and a half. So there yeah. you go. And this line probably moves to 34 and a half by game time, I would imagine, to get it close to the seven touchdowns. Yeah, but- I believe it. Honestly, yeah, I, I we we came really close to putting Clemson on the card. I still lean that way, but I'm, yeah. I'm happy to root for NC State. It's just NC State with their their um, third string quarterback, this freshman, asking him to go up against a Clemson defense. It, it's it, that's asking a lot. I mean, he they put up seven points versus Wake last week, and Wake has a pretty uh, suspect defense. So I, yeah. I just don't see how they score until maybe late third, early fourth oh, yeah. quarter. Oh I mean, yeah, I I don't expect them to score in the first half. Maybe three points if they get lucky or a fluky something, but. It's not going to be over Lawrence seven. starts throwing picks. You know, Lawrence does like to throw interceptions. So he also we'll see, likes maybe. to win titles. So there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Magoo. So the, the other game we almost threw in there was Miami. Um, if we want to talk about that, I really liked it because it's a yeah. good matchup for them. Louisville is a running football team, and Miami has a really stout run defense. So on the field, and Miami's starting to roll. Um, and yeah. Louisville's defense is extremely suspect. So, to me, the other thing we liked, Louisville is a public dog. They were getting a lot of bets. The only thing I didn't like about it is that Scott Sutterfield, he's a good coach, man, a good coach coming off a bye. And as a first-year coach, his team is starting to buy in, and they're starting to roll and get more comfortable with the system. So that's the reason why we ultimately backed off. Any, anything to say on that game? Yeah, the two other reasons – one other reason to back Miami is that they're still in contention for the ACC garbage coastal title. Uh, so they want to earn the right to uh, get smacked by Clemson in the ACC championship. And they're in contention to do that. So they have motivation on that end uh, over Louisville, who has no chance they're in the Atlantic. And But the ultimately, I was actually telling you this beforehand on why at first glance, I kind of like Louisville. Maybe I'm a square, but uh, Miami, if they're kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns in this game, you can get some weird scores with Miami sometimes. So 
the six and a half can come into play in these lower scoring games. You know, yeah. Miami will have like 16 points in Louisville, like a 16 to 10 ugly game or something, like a 22 to 16 yeah. type game. So you got to be careful with uh, Miami's offense, which could kick field goals instead of touchdowns, which brings into play the six and a half. So I'm, I'm okay yeah. passing, I guess. I don't trust Miami, like, still. Even though they were my lock, they took care of me last week. Oh, yeah, the other reasons. Last week, uh, coming off the FSU game, Miami historically has been pretty poor the following week. They're 1-5 in five ATS the last six years coming out of the Florida State game. So, yeah, probably a good stay away. Again, I feel good about our card. Magoo, yeah. you wanted to talk about the big matchup this week. Um, yeah, do you want to go Northwestern well, do you want to, do you want to go rapid fire with just the other lanes really quick? Not really. <laughs> oh God! All right, take take Wake Forest. You you won't regret it. Um, no square. Take Illinois plus fourteen and a half. You will not regret it. No Board square. Bet. Board bet. <laughs> take San Jose State versus Hawaii, getting seven and a half. Uh, I keep going back and forth on that one. High variance game. Don't bet it. Be a be a good person. Go to bed early. Colorado Moneyline, they are night and day when they're on the road versus when they're at home. I don't hate that, but it's not. it wasn't on our card because it's probably the definition of high variance is the way Colorado plays. All you need to know about betting Maryland is that Vegas put this line out to get all their money back from the Ohio State betters that are laying yep. points with them every week. And that's all I really need to know. I'm, I'm actually kind of lamenting that we don't have Maryland on the card. I I will back you for – I mean, if you want to bet them on your own, I, I will back that pick, Magoo. I think it's a good <laughs> bet, but not a good contest bet because, again, uh, it goes up against our rule. We we got to stick to our rules. That is our no freight train rule. We are not going to try to be a hero, step in front of a freight train. Not in the contest, at least. Tease it, Magoo. Tease, tease an extra I, six points. From well, Why I was it? actually going to get into a teaser. I kind of like to tease Notre Dame. And Texas, that's a nice little uh, teaser down there uh, for one and a half. No? Notre Dame's a little shaky, man. I don't know. You I... think Duke's going to win outright? You crazy. I think I think it's possible. You crazy. You crazy. I will be putting units on Illinois. I have. There's nothing that Michigan State does that does well. I don't know what they're doing here. I, I really don't get it. But okay, whatever. what I would rather you do is a 13-point teaser. <laughs> You're going to put Boise, Boise State. You're going to put Virginia. You're going to put Hardy. Who, who else can you put in there? And put Maryland in there. Maryland getting 60-something points. <laughs> There's I've, no way they lose by I've almost done, 60 I've points. I've done too many 13-pointers. They are not worth it, sir. Especially in It'll college. Win. Especially in college. It'll win. <laughs> now, let's get to All the right. big game and the college right. football overview. Go for it. I'll well, try to tune it out. Well, we – oh, you want me to just talk about – okay, well, Alabama, LSU, that's the one we're talking about, game of the century. Although, is it – because I feel like the loser is probably, if they win out, they're still going to make the playoff here. Even Alabama, like, if Alabama loses, what's so funny is – They'll jump them. Yeah, the, if Alabama loses, they go 11-1. and one. I don't think the committee is leaving them out because they're Alabama and they want that revenge tour and all that crap, so – it's just funny because the rankings came out in college football saying, well, this is how we rank them because 
they're most deserving on the resume. And yet when they end up putting Alabama in the playoff after losing a game, um, it's going to be all narrative of, well, we think Alabama's one of the four best teams rather than um, they're the most deserving based on resume because their resume is going to be garbage. So the best win they would have is over Auburn. And other than that, they play the Little Sisters of the Four. But I digress. I can't wait to see that. But it'll be hilarious, the hypocrisy from the committee. Uh, but first things first, they got to lay six points versus LSU. In which I like the tide anyway. Um, I think everybody betting LSU is just betting that Tua is going to be hobbled. And I think he might, but at the same time, he doesn't need to like run here. He just needs to stand in the pocket, which he should be able to do because I haven't seen, well, I've watched a lot of LSU this year. They don't have much of a pass rush. Um, and that's not good when you're talking about, a quarterback that can just pick you apart with time. Uh, Clemson, he had a bad game versus Clemson. Why? Because Clemson pressured him the whole night. And they showed him looks that he, he wasn't familiar with. So Alabama's going to get their points. LSU probably also gets their points. But Bama's at home. They've owned LSU. And it was just one year ago they beat them 36 to nothing. So it's not like that was just ages ago. That was just last year. Now Alabama's at home. So uh, LSU, by the way, is the public square dog. It's really all I yeah, got so I'm the guessing, game. I'm guessing you're going to bet this on your own, Magoo, uh, in, in Latvia. So best of luck to you. Are you going to bet it straight up or the six and a half, or are you going to tease them? I was thinking of teasing them, but I don't know, man. I'm, I don't think I'm going to have a lot of bets on this game. I don't. I I worry about like I don't know how what two is going to look like if I bet Bama. So I think Bama's the only way you play this, but it's also like there's just no angle if two is hobbling around out there. So I just don't see any value. I think I mean if you want LSU, you might as well just bet the money line on LSU. I wouldn't I wouldn't grab six and a half. It'd be so high scoring. You might as well just take take them to win outright. I do agree there. Uh, yeah, you didn't mention you know LSU lost. Their stud linebacker uh, left the program this week, Divinity. So, yep. you know, everybody's talking about Tua, but that's a pretty big loss for them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to sit back and watch this one as a fan. Uh, I guess I'll – I don't really know who I'm going to root for. I've, I've rooted against Alabama for so long, but I'm kind of kicking myself for not betting LSU at 11-1 to 1 to win the SEC uh, oh. this year. So that's looking mighty tasty yeah, right now. I've so. got Georgia to win the SEC betting, so I can't. But you did. You were able to come away from Vegas with an Ohio to win the MAC. So there's that. Oh man, did you see? They lost. Oh, they just <laughs> they lost yesterday. Oh, I didn't even know. I was I like, bet what the under, I bet the under in that game because I'm a degenerate, and it was matching on a on a Wednesday night. So. Uh, I was feeling pretty good about it. I was like, okay, they're going to make the championship game. It kind of got off to a rocky start. And I didn't even know they were playing. I get an alert on my phone. I'm like, what the hell? They lost on a Wednesday to Miami of Ohio? I mean, they're, they're done. I mean, that, that bet's done. I'm honest, that was my only future. I, I mean, I'll never understand your bet. You go to Vegas, you know, every two months, and you come away with the most random bets. And it's like, what are you doing? Why don't you, like, pick a team that can actually win the title or – actually win a conference or you know bet some games and you come back with these like <laughs> oh i want to win the mac 
It's hilarious. Uh, well, that's because my good buddy Magoo has retired from Las Vegas. He uh, he DNRs me all the time, which is unfortunate. Oh, but, stop it! Well, you know, if we go when we go seven and zero this week, I will certainly plan a trip so we can, you know, cash them checks. All right, I'm going to hold you to that. So if if we cash, oh, you're going to come because because last year, listener, when 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 we cashed. I went by myself to Vegas again. Magoo DNR'd me back then. When was it? I'm trying to figure out why I would have passed on that. I collected our units um, by myself. And it was kind of scary because they paid us all in um, cash. And I'm walking around Las Vegas with all this money in my pocket. What did you think they would pay us then? I thought they were going to give me a check. I mean, I really did. They're a cash. It's a cash company. I get the checks. No way. Well, I guarantee it. So if you win the 60 grand, if you win the top prize, there's no way they're going to give you a briefcase full. I <laughs> they mean, might. Be a That's what they do at I the World Series of Poker. Like, it's probably like five or 10 grand where they say, okay, you're getting a check now. But uh, I wonder what that is. Um, let's hope we find out. That'd be a pleasant uh, thing to find out. Magoo, you want to talk about the little 10 game, the two undefeated teams? Oh, I was going to say, I was hoping that uh... – we could call the William Hill contest and see if we could write in uh, Nebraska as one of our picks, <laughs> right? Oh, man. Or, or Northwestern <laughs> Purdue. That's, your, that's probably your favorite matchup of the week. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, no, now that I figured out that Plummer – so Plummer was frisky, but he's out. He got injured in that game. I didn't even see that. So, no. Well, the third stringer apparently no is – No, uh, Northwestern, probably, unfortunately. Nebraska made the third stringer look like uh, Joe Montana back mm-hmm. there. But <laughs> – Anyways, well, I was on yeah, Penn State. Some... I was on Penn State, yeah. and then I've completely done a 180 onto Minnesota. So Minnesota, I agree. Like uh, they are fraudulent, eight no, but they know that, and so, but they're still a home dog. And Penn State, I just don't know. Like I don't know if they're like that impressive. Frankly, they beat Michigan at home. That's great. They beat Iowa on the road. Uh, who cares? So let's just settle down. Penn State love. Uh, this is going to be a ruckus Minnesota crowd, um, even more so than Iowa, I dare say. And Minnesota's more talented than Iowa. And also, Minnesota's playing with house money here. They are going to open up every trick play in the book. to Because this is really – I mean, they, they've got to be feeling like Penn State's a tougher team than Wisconsin at this point. So – uh, this is their toughest test until a would-be Ohio State game. So it's it's uh, it's throw the kitchen sink here for the row the boat Golden Gophers. Uh, I would say avoid this game. Also, there's just too many <laughs> unanswered questions. Honestly, I'm not a believer in either team. No, I mean Minnesota just hasn't played anybody. Penn State, every time they've played a decent defense, they've looked shaky. So. I don't know. I'd say just sit back and enjoy, uh, or just don't do, don't watch it. Just don't watch this game. It's, it's not going to be good. Neither what? of these teams is going to matter. Are you crazy? At the end of the game. This is the no, I mean, 11 a.m. game, Baru. I know Magoo, but I'm saying this is Ohio State's conference. Don't don't worry about this game. I mean, I, I'm going to root Stop for Minnesota because I like a good underdog story, um, but I'm not that excited about this game. Unless there's snow. If there's snow, that'd be kind of and I actually think that probably uh, benefits Minnesota. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about, Magoo? Or I can just, we? Uh, I just wanted to know if you. I just wanted to know if you booked your uh, flight for 
uh, Phoenix on Southwest or Spirit or wherever you fly, or Allegiant, Garbage Legion, um, for the Baylor uh, appearance in the college football national semifinal. Oh, oh man. My, my last trip to Phoenix for a Ooh, Baylor game ouch. was not a pleasant one. We Ooh. got we got Lake Bortled in the in the worst way possible. Oh, <laughs> you know, and, and that was that was the final straw of me not really caring about these games as much. Uh, I I was I we, we did we went down there for New Year's and all my friends, everybody was just so bummed out because of the stupid game that we have no control over that I think it really affected, you know, how people had, how people enjoyed their trips and enjoyed their New Year's Eve. Really? So it was like, it was just a, you know what? It was an exhibition. I wouldn't have been like that with Clemson if it were a non-title game or a semifinal. That's stupid. Uh, it was pretty, it was pretty pitiful though. I mean, I will say there was... <laughs> Baylor just really no showed that game, no, but back but to yeah, so I was like, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm you know, that's this is not affecting my emotions anymore. And uh, there you go. But um, enough about me. <laughs> um, so yeah, that would I have not booked my plane ticket yet. I'm more concerned about booking a plane ticket for Vegas so we can cash Magoo. So let's hope we have a winning week Oof. and we have one more podcast to do a wrap up. No, uh, stop it. I'm going to make you do a solo. Um, and if we win, we'll keep going through the end of the college football season. Probably not. But no, but okay. they'll be they'll be they'll be quicker. They'll be quick hit. They'll be fun. Come on, we got for our listener. We got to give them winners, right? Uh, all right, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of big right, games okay. left too. Well, wait, one more NFL play. Oh, give us your NFL play. Come on. I don't know who's playing. Um, Honestly, don't know who's playing. Oh, the Cowboys. The Cowboys are playing the Vikings. The Vikings are banged up. Yada, yada. Go Cowboys. <laughs> so motivated by NFL. Uh, for our listener, uh, last week you'll remember that I gave you Miami as my favorite NFL play. Do you want to tell the listener what you did after I told you the Dolphins were my favorite NFL play? So I tried to do the Magoo fade. We do an eliminator contest where you have to pick just a team to win every single week but you can only pick that team once i had slim pickings last week i did have the carolina panthers in there but after magoo gave his love fest for the miami dolphins i switched it to the jets to, to fade jets 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 <laughs> fatal flaw fatal flaw i mean your doppelganger he let me down and you are eliminated sir I am. I am eliminated. Well, we're under All right, so 50 minutes. Oh, my, uh, my, my NFL pick. Oh, I have one. Oh, I, I love it. You're going to love this one, too. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. Why, oh, would, no. why would a 2-6 and six be favored against the 6-2? and two? Can you explain that to me? I don't know. It doesn't People make any sense. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I, I'll tell you, two thumbs pointing at this guy who's betting the Browns and uh, thinks that you should take the Browns because he's got a sneaking suspicion on this one. Okay. Good luck to you, Magoo. Good luck to us. And go ahead. Well, and you always, you, well, you can never lose what you don't put in the middle, but at the same time, you can't win much either. Hi, mom.